Good afternoon. You're listening to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. We're also streaming live video on Facebook. Just go to Facebook.com slash NewHavenIndependent or go to your Facebook page and look us up. You can also hit C first to hear all the great hear and see all the great programs we have here on WNHH. And Cannabis Corner can also be found streaming live on ProCannabisMedia.com and Greenhaven Media Facebook page. It is Monday, September the 11th, 2023. I am your host, Joe Lachance. Welcome to Cannabis Corner. Uncle Lou is not here right now. He is handling business with one of his new ventures, but I do want to congratulate Uncle Lou uh, for completing the certification program for the state of Connecticut, making the news again, one of only 18 people to do it. Um, It is the Connecticut Cannabis Business uh, Program, and it is um, 19, nine months, it's a nine month course. And it's going to uh, certify him as an instructor to for the state to teach some of their certification classes. So it's a great thing. It's a it's a real big deal for him. So congratulations to Uncle Lou. Also wanted to remind people that the Connecticut Small Business Association has a meeting this week up in Meriden. Uh, You can find out all uh, about that at the Connecticut Small Business Association uh, Instagram and Facebook. That will be Thursday night. I believe it's 7 p.m. And that is on Broad Street in Meriden. But you can contact them if you wanted some more information. That is the Connecticut Small Business Association, Connecticut Cannabis Small Business Association. It's a new organization being started up. To help small cannabis-themed business entrepreneurs, event promoters, anybody who is outside of the uh, licensed dispensary system, a support system where we can network and help each other and uh, also maybe influence some legislation. So check them out. That is this Thursday night, the 14th, down in Meriden. And then one other event. Uh, this Saturday, uh, our friend Spark Kent, who was supposed to be on the show today but couldn't make it, uh, and Smoke DZA will be doing a uh, a show down there. Uh, that is uh, the 16th. That is this Saturday at 7.30. The doors open at 7. 
and you can check um it's at 250 bradley street in east haven i'm sure there is consumption there will be vendors there i see it's sponsored by better ways to be blunt who is coming on the show in a couple minutes uh dab and dad so there is a lot of good sponsors on this show go out and support our local rapper spark kent he's a good guy unfortunately he got a full-time gig and he couldn't come on the show so all right Today is 9-11. I just wanted to bring to uh, people's attention that today is the anniversary of something that terribly terrible happened 22 years ago. Um, And I just want people to, you know, take a moment and remember those who lost their lives in the tragedy that happened today. Regardless of how it happened and who did it. 3,000 people lost their lives, and it was a terrible tragedy for the city of New York and for this country and for the world. So please, today, take a moment to remember those people who tragically passed this day. And uh, actually, I made a video, if you guys want to check it out on my Facebook page, I made a video uh, from a song that a friend of mine wrote. And the song touched me so much that I decided to make a little video out of it. So if you want to check that out, that is on Joe the Weed Guy Facebook page. And on my personal page. But, again, on to more pleasant subjects. Right now, we have with us Peasy. And Peasy has been burning up the airwaves as your get-high rapper for over a decade. Now a viral sensation on TikTok with over 1.3 million views on his hashtag. That's hashtag getHighRapper. He's taking the podcast world by storm with his show to be blunt with over four years in the game doing weekly live episodes peasley has made a name for himself in the cannabis podcast niche with over eight hundred thousand monthly listeners to be blunt podcast airs live thursdays at 6 p.m eastern on youtube and facebook and is distributed under america's largest cannabis only podcast networker PodCon X and is now on Hayes Radio Network weekday mornings. Wow, Peasy, how you doing, brother? You're muted. Take off your mute. Take off your mute. All right, am I good? You are good. Okay. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, I had no clue this whole time. I've been on screen, on cameras. I'm sitting here, like, getting myself all worked up and psyched up <laughs> for the show. <laughs> I'm surprised you ain't uh, smoking a blunt right now, but I know I know your situation. So uh, yeah, I thank mean, I got you the for bowl packed, ready to go. Right, right uh, exactly. Take, that's your lunch. Um, so uh, thank you for taking the time out. I know you're a busy guy. I appreciate you coming on to talk with us. So Peasy, you seem to be blowing up lately. How's things going out there in the podcast world? I mean, things are going great, man. I did not ever expect uh, it to be as wild as it is like now. You know what I mean? Like when I started four years ago, I never would have been like, damn, one day I'll have 800,000 listeners. So things are going really, really good. Ever since we paired up with Hayes Radio, like things have really taken off. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. 
mornings. So do you do a separate morning show or are they replaying your shows in the mornings? They, the, what they do is we do our live show Thursday. And mm-hmm. then that show from Thursday gets aired uh, in the morning uh, during the week. So we have like, say, Monday mornings our big day. So Monday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern time. And then again, a 7 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Eastern time. So both coasts get to wake up to Tubi Blood. And then throughout the week, they'll play random episodes, but then certain days they'll play the same episode again. So they have a whole back catalog of all of our, you know, greatest hits, you could say. And so it just gets randomly inserted throughout their daily schedule. So maybe like twice a day, you'll get a dose of Tubi Blunt. Excellent. Excellent. It's always good to have a nice dose of a blunt uh, during the day. Absolutely. Exactly. And they have a mobile app, which has like 50, 60,000 people on it at any time. And they have TV apps. So if you have a Roku or like a Fire TV, you could download the Hayes uh, TV Network app and you can watch all of our shows. Oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to download the Hayes TV Network app on my Roku and watch a little TPZ on the big screen. You know, I don't have to to view it on the little phone anymore. But yeah, I've been a big fan of yours. Since you guys have started, I I thought it was a great idea to have like a more of a party type of uh, a cannabis show airing at night, you know, live. This show's great, but it's on in the afternoon, in the middle of the day. It's more of a public information show. Your show is fun. You can swear. You can do whatever you want. (laughs) Which I have to be very careful not to do here because I'm so used to having that the liberty to say whatever I want. So I'll make sure I keep it, you know, PG. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, it's a whole nother thing when you actually are broadcast live over the airwaves. Um, it does restrict you in some ways. Uh, um, but it's also some sort of cachet for a broadcaster and, a lot of people don't know you and I have the same education background, right, PZ? We are both That's graduates right, exactly. of the illustrious Connecticut School of Broadcasting. And uh, it's been it's been a long time since I've been there, but I hear they fixed the place up real nice. Yeah, they moved over to uh, where uh, 93.7 is, right over there. Yep. They're right yep. by the radio station, so I'm sure that's good for them. I did go visit them while I was in Connecticut. Um, you did. Yes, I visited both campuses, the one I used to run in Stratford and the one in Farmington. I keep ties with them because uh, you never know when you need an intern, when you might need something from them. So, uh, hey, lifetime membership, lifetime membership, bro. Take advantage of it. (laughs) It's weird for me, and I'll tell you why. When I graduated, it's like 2008, Mm -hmm. shortly after they shut down, like they closed Mm -hmm. their doors, if you remember. Right? Oh, I so do like, remember. Was, I was working there. <laughs> so it was this big thing. And I was like, well, I don't know what's going on now. Because you used to be able to go in and use the studios, use all the stuff. Like, no matter if you graduated or you're still going there, you got right. like open access. Right. And to this day, I've never gone back to know. Like, I had no clue since they reopened. Like, I didn't know we could go back. So you just answered that question for me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, Dick Robinson sold the company uh, for like $35 million, right? The new yep. company screwed it up and then the economic collapse came in 2009 and all that right the school shut down dick robinson came in bought it out of bankruptcy for 1.5 million wow <laughs> made a wow. profit got I'll it back say. <laughs> i'll say See, so when now, i was going yeah. there 
my buddy who is now your co-host for the other show you guys do, uh, yes. Kevin Reese. Yeah. Yes. He was my like he was the guy running the show there. So me and him are cool yeah. and we've been we've been tight ever since. Like we still talk all the time. So like it's it's been a probably a good month since I've talked to him, but like it's I know he's doing great and it's just a, it was a crazy time back then. And just it's cool to it hear really that you can was, go back yeah. and visit and see all yeah. that stuff still. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I wonder what they think. <laughs> I wonder what they think about us doing weed shows, both of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some of us just have a, a niche that works. And I don't know exactly. what to tell you. For me, it's always been weed. Me too. You know, I did I did wrestling too, and you did too. So I yeah, I just follow things. I follow things that I like and that I'm passionate about. And that's what me I too. wanted to do with it. That's why I went to broadcasting school and I've done it. So kudos to both of us, PZ. That's so, right. Exactly. That's right. So I see you're sponsoring uh the Spark Kent show this weekend. Are you yep. going to be there? I cannot. I have uh father duties. Oh, that's right. Now you have two kids now, right? Oh yeah. Yep, yep. I got a two-year-old and a five-month-old. So it's uh it's crazy right now. It's very difficult to get time to do the things I need to do, but somehow I managed to squeeze it all in. So I, yeah. we're just cruising right now. We're cruising. I feel like I'm on like a cruise control of sorts, but it's also, you know, it's very uh, exhausting. But at the same time, parenting is so rewarding that it kind of cancels each other out. Right, 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 right. No, it's obviously, um, and as long as you still have time to do your show, that's the right. most important thing, right? You know, um, well, I, and can I thank know my wife for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you she go really she really goes out of her way and i'm gonna give her props here she really goes out of her way because she's a nurse she works at the er in the in mid-state oh, wow. in so her good. schedule is crazy and it changes every week and she somehow manages 99 percent of the time to get thursdays off right every month you know what i mean nice. just to make sure i can do the show so like that's big shout out big shout out to your wife that's great and a lot of people don't know, you know, there's other work that goes into putting on a weekly live radio show. You got to book guests, you know, you got to make sure everything is, is set up and ready to roll. It's not like you just, right. I know I, and you got to promote it. You know, I know I spend hours, yeah, all that stuff. hours on this show, even though the show's only an hour. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what's nice though, is now I have a co-host, uh, goof who's been with me for pretty much since the start of the year and since he's like joined the show i feel like it's finally where like i've always envisioned it like the, right. how like the whole vibe so like it's nice to have someone there who, who's also passionate about it you know who can help behind the scenes and do some stuff and post some stuff on social media and kind of just take a little bit off the table for me which is great and uh, i've been you know been a big part of the show yeah. now for nine months yeah now social media has to be a huge um influence on your audience as well i mean i see with all this tiktok has that made a difference in in the size of your audience it used to before uh you know they banned my big account i had which was probably like you know a little over a year ago you know for weed content so I had like oh, really? you know, forty, yeah, I had like forty-seven thousand followers on there, and I got taken away. So, um, but the hashtag still goes; it's still there. That doesn't disappear. So, like that always brings in, you know, people who have never even seen me before come in. And I kind of started making the page 
you know, more based around the podcast. You know, that's kind of the main focus for, for me right now is not so much right. music, which I was doing heavily and, you know, just building the pages. I'm just kind of focused on taking the show, you know, to where it needs to be so I can start, you know, making money off it and making it a career, which is kind of the obviously the end game. Yeah, right. We want to be doing this full time, you know. Exactly. And, and I do to. believe with legalization, uh, and you can attest to this, I do believe that the audience, I'm sure your audience has grown. I know mine has through, you know, since legalization, people are more interested in cannabis. People are more willing to talk about it now than they were four years ago, right? We start. I started five years ago. It wasn't even legal, and it wasn't even legal for you, you know? So yeah, you started just a year before me. So same thing. Yeah. And the whole purpose was to, you know, get, help get we legalized, get the word out there. That's why I liked having it on the airwaves, because then any anybody could listen to it. But um, yeah, so I think we've come a long way. And I do believe there is a good future for people like us as cannabis broadcasters. I think eventually you're going to see and there is weed shows on Sirius, right? There is. Yeah. So, I, you know, you never know, PZ. <laughs> you never know. I'd love to be on Sirius. Sign me up. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. No, you got a lot of great guests on your show. I'm always, you know, impressed by the people that you have on, you know, so um, you get a lot of national people. You get a lot of free giveaways. So that's great stuff. Yeah, uh, there's been a lot of awesome guests. I got Honestly, I'm really surprised with a lot of the guests that we pull in. Uh, some of them seem so out of reach sometimes until like you know you shoot your shot but like it's it's uh it's been pretty awesome and like i'm already booked through october like you know me I mean, too I I lined up all the way through which to me is like uh is uh, an accomplishment because it's always been like you know when you first start it's a week to week thing or whatever oh, yeah and now then it's a month out now we're two months out booked you know and it's just like I'm trying. Yeah. I'd love to book a full year if I could. You know, I'm trying to get to that point. Right. Exactly right. And oh, I can't slot you in till next February. That's where yeah. you want to be. It gives you that's that cachet. That's where you know you made the big time. <laughs> that's, that's right. You got that cachet. But I think, uh, you know, I, I'm really, I think you're doing great. I'm really glad that your voice is out there as well as some of the other podcasters that are out there. The Can of Mom show. There's a lot of great shows out there. And, yep. uh, you know, I think it's good that we can join together and, uh, you know, spread the good word, spread the message because we're all different. Our shows are all different. We appeal to different audiences. So that's what I like about it. And, Absolutely. Uh, and I mean, I'm trying to do something that stands out from, you know, all yeah. the other shows you hear. And it's not often you hear a podcast in the style of like, a, I'll, I call it a morning radio show that goes down at night. Like it's got a very similar Absolutely. vibe. There's music, there's callers, you know, there's guests, there's banter, there's laughs, there's me. Like it's just a whole thing, you know, and that's just obviously having that broadcasting background. I just right. always wanted I yep. always wanted my own morning show, and this is the way I can get around it. So I just built the yep. podcast in that style. Yep, that was always my goal. I just want to have a show where I can talk crap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I got yes. it. And I always feel like I do it well. Yeah, yeah, and I do believe that broadcasting training helps. It makes it, you know how to structure a show. 
you know, you know that, you know, you don't want a segment to go more than 15, 20 minutes. You want to have little breaks in between. You want, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, and I think that's the difference. Yeah. There's things you learn at school that teach you how to structure a show and how to perform on air. And and, uh, you certainly learned your lessons well from uh, Dr. Reese there. That's right. And, you know, so, uh, the show is also great for people with ADHD because, like, a lot of times you turn on a podcast and you're going to get an hour and then talking about the same thing. It's hard to keep the focus yeah. with that. I know for me, I, I have a very hard time sticking to one thing. Yeah. I've been wor- working on an audio book that I've had that I downloaded like three months ago and I'm still haven't finished it yet. Like, it's just taking yeah, me yeah. forever because I can't do more than a little bit. So, I, when I put the shows together, I always consider that. I'm like, how long can I hold the audience's attention before they start to tune out? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. And then I, that's how I structure each show. Like, how long do I think this topic should get? You know, what's viral for the week? How, what, what role, you know, what's going to get the people talking and calling in all that stuff. It's all important when it comes down to it. At the end of the day, it's, it's a lot of work, but it's that's fun. A, yeah, exactly. It's fun. And it's your passion. So that's what's that's what's important about it. All right. So give us a plug. How can people find you on the Hayes Network? All everywhere people can find you, how they can get in touch with you, social media. Give me everything you've got, PZ. All right. Well, as far as Hayes go, you can download the Hayes, uh, the Hayes TV Network app on your Roku and Fire TV. You can download the Hayes radio app on all your mobile devices. You can listen to us every Monday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern time since we're on East Coast here uh, and throughout the week also. Plus, if you need to find us on social media, it's at To Be Blunt Podcast. It's at the number two B-E-B-L-U-N-T podcast and also www.tobebluntpodcast.com. Excellent. Excellent. Um, All right. And and you have a website as well. Yes. Yep. Got everything. Very, very good. All right. So, Peasy, thank you for coming on. You can hang out if you want. Um, But we got. Uh, I got to go back in. I got to go back to the grind. All right. Sounds good, Peasy. Thanks for coming on. Remember, Thursday nights, 6 p.m., Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Eastern, Eastern Time, right? Yes. To be blunt with Peasy Show. All right, Peasy. Thank you. All right, brother. Peace. Always good talking to you. You too. All right, so next we have coming on Robert, baby boy Jeffries. I see he is on mute right now and waiting. I just told him I'm ready for him. So here he comes. He heard me. All right. How you doing, Joe? Good, 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 Robert. So, Robert, you're from MassCan, and the mission of MassCan, the Massachusetts Cannabis Reform Coalition, is to educate the public and the Commonwealth about cannabis sativa's potential as an ecologically sound resource, medicine, and recreational substance, and build a consensus for a more moral and rational public policy regarding all the uses of the cannabis plant. Robert, how are you today? I'm doing well, thank you, Joe. I'm doing well. Good, 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 good. So, how's we're talking today about Mascan and the Boston Freedom Rally. How's things going up there in, on up there in Massachusetts uh, as far as the adult use cannabis industry? What kind of uh, changes need to be made? What are you guys working on up there as far as uh, activities? Well, during activities for the last two months, we've been planning the Boston Freedom Rally to bring education to the Commonwealth on the Boston Common on September 16th, which is five days away from now. 
Yeah. Um, we yep. plan on having a bunch of panelists and, and guest speakers discussing uh, the benefits and aspects of how cannabis saved their lives or how it benefited someone of their loved ones. Um, right. We also have speakers that are going to come up and discuss that, you know, the community needs to come together. Um, yes, we in Massachusetts, we have we have reached a state of uh, legalization since 2016. But if anybody's been paying attention, um, the government is trying to push this towards a schedule three. So, you know, mass can and every other can and every other state need to join forces and fight the, the for this fight the prohibition of this because if it goes to a class three uh, a schedule three substance it's no longer in patients hands to be able to have it's going to be all pharmaceutical companies running the cannabis industries uh the grow operations it won't be small mom and pop or home growers or cannabis caregivers doing this work it'll be so, so schedule one is no medical use whatsoever Schedule two is limited medical use. What is, how do they do that? I know schedule, in Connecticut, yeah. it's schedule two. It's schedule two in Connecticut. They took it off of one to two. Schedule three is pharmaceuticals only. Only. So, so that's stuff like Oxycontin. Um, and pharmacy, all the pharmaceutical companies will be producing the either synthetic cannabis or whatever it may be, or growing it on their own. Um, and that's something that we all as cannabis activists have to really watch out for and stand up for, you know, the, the, the little guy that can't stand up or the little person that can't walk across the room that uses cannabis to help them get out of bed and get down the hallway in the morning. We need to be that voice. Um, so with this with this event, we're hoping that we can be the voice and bring the community back together and um help reduce the friction in these in the uh, cannabis community from legacy to uh, legal. You know, there, there's a little bit of a friction there. Um, oh, I, I understand that. And and that's because it's it's all a big plan. You know, Big Fa Big Canna wants to have the little guys, you know, fight amongst each other. So that way this the government can push this schedule three. And that's what we don't want. We want it de Class, we want it completely descheduled. De de completely right. descheduled. Mm, I don't right, want it. Right, right, right. We don't want it changed to another scheduling. We want it descheduled completely. Yeah. Take it right. completely off and make it legal for all. Put it wherever nicotine is. You know, it's yep. it's that harmless. It's the same category. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't. Uh, I think. Well, no, nicotine doesn't harmless. have medicine. Doesn't have <laughs> medicine. Not harmless. It. Well, the drug nicotine itself is. It's the tobacco. Pure, yeah, the pure nicotine itself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you know. But anyway, Lou just joined us. Uncle Lou, how are you? Oh, it's a pleasure, and it's so great to have you here today. You know. The Boston Freedom Rally is one of my favorite events in, in in the entire year. It's where a lot of us got. I know you guys have been talking all day, and I appreciate you guys keep pushing it forward. But man, that's that that was that first event for a lot of people. You know, me too. The, uh, the streets, the streets are going to be packed. The the entire area is packed. I remember, even if even with the event in a one day space and a twenty four hour space, it becomes something that happens all week through the do the town and um i know that i usually spend the entire weekend up there being able to travel the area it helps bring tourism to the community it, it starts to embrace that idea of cannabis tourism and i'm really excited about it john really am man. are you going up this weekend i'm gonna take a ride up brother yeah i i remember um my first freedom rally i was just amazed 
Yeah. The, the way they took over Boston Commons. It was just <laughs> the whole thing was just taken over by weed. And this was back in 2014, before it was even legal. Yeah. When I was working with the cannabis school up there. And I was just amazed. And, you know, Robert, it's it's a shame that you say that. To, uh, and it's the same thing happened in Connecticut after legalization. One thing I was always impressed about with Massachusetts was their unity. Yep. And was the way that they everybody came together. And it, it was the same here in Connecticut to get legalization. It was that single focus. All we care about is making this plant legal, getting home grow rights and making sure that, uh, you know, we yeah. can participate in this legal industry. And, you know, I guess what happens is you you get the influence of big cannabis coming in. Um, you get the influence of government coming in. Some people come in late in the game. They try to, I you know, I call them carpetbaggers, but it's like, you know, okay, now the cannabis legal. Oh, I'm going to jump in and get in the industry. But the bottom line is the people who made it legal, the, like the people right here on the air who helped make it legal, are the ones... You know what I mean? Who are going to continue to grow the industry in a a a more community oriented way than what the big cannabis would do. And I think it's important that we support the legacy people who came up, went through the hard work, went through the hardships and got a license. Yeah, social equity applicants. Absolutely. Don't forget about those. Absolutely. We yeah. need to stand by our social equity applicants. Yes, because they're our best hope to outpace the big cannabis, outsell them, because the market is going to speak for itself. So once our good community members get in there and get opened and get, you know, our, our get business going, they're going to outsell them. They're going to people are going to choose the quality over the crap and that's what it, and, and we all know what the mso's are putting out there absolutely we've we've seen some home growers that have some s phenomenal cannabis compared to some of the major dispensaries that are in multi-states you know multi-state operators that have five or six dispensaries mm -hmm. their flower still can't touch a home growers that's right right exactly right or a craft growers yep. even some you know because it's the human touch and i know lou will agree with me on that when you got machines tending your plants, I mean, you know, and a human just goes in there and peeks around every now and then to make sure the machines are working properly. It's 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 a whole different experience than when you got an experienced grower in there inspecting the plants, making Spending sure that everything is handling the plants. Yep. Spending six yeah. hours in there at a time, handling the plants, make talking to them, making sure that they're growing yeah. right. Playing yep. music in the room, you know, yep. whatever it takes. Yep. So, you know, I think it's really important and it is a shame that the, the community does tend to split like that, but I think it happens. And I do think eventually everybody will come around together, you know, yes, and, absolutely. And, and, and realize that, it's that's the thing that got us here and that's the thing that's going to keep us keep us going and you know that's what it comes down to but as far as the freedom rally goes um every year i go it's kind of different i know one year it was a big deal with method man and and different people playing there they had a mortal technique one year what um What's going on this year as far as are there vendors, entertainment? What's oh, yeah. going on this year as far as sponsors and stuff like that? 
Oh yeah. Okay. So we got we got a really we got a good sponsor. We got an island sponsor this year of uh, Fire Ants, uh, one of the dispensaries in Ma- one of the newer dispensaries in Mass. Um, it's got a cool throne that's been seen on a lot of different venues. Um, so we we wanted to reach out and we got him involved in this year, which was awesome. Um, we got a great lineup, great amazing lineup of speakers for both Ed Village and Main Stage. So there's a whole education section, which is a uh, little over six and a half, almost about six and a half hours of panelists and roundtable discussions and DIYs. So you'll be able to learn how to. I know that there is a company coming in to show people how to cut their own clones if they need to learn how to cut clones so that they can grow their own and save. Um, one plant can produce you multiple plants. That's the whole theory about this. Right so on, right on, shit, right on, right? So um, we've got a great lineup of speakers. Um, our music lineup is phenomenal. We have, I'll, I'll just spit out a few that we have. We have Digital Storm coming to play a set on the Boston Freedom Rally. So anybody that knows Digital Storm is Kyle Camry, Bob Blingin' Beads. Um, he's a local of Mass. We do, a, we've got a large list of local artists coming in this year. We have a Disney Plus actress who is also a sing songwriter who is going to be performing on stage this year. Um, oh. Dest- Destiny De Serene, she played in uh, Free Guy. She was the one that made um, the arch enemy of uh, Free Guy, Ryan Reynolds, the- right? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is big, juiced up guy. You know the yeah. big. <laughs> so she made him. She's in that video. That was great. We have uh, Mad Deb or Seven Ten coming in. He was in Texas. He's coming out to perform with his band. Uh, so anybody that knows Matt Dabba 710, come check him out. We have Stoner Rob as our host, Mr. PSA as our co-host. We got DJ Slim doing a 420 special performance. Um, we have Mendo Dope as our headliner. Okay, and, good. And as we celebrate, Mass Can is proud to announce that we're celebrating 50 years of hip-hop. We've brought in out Real One and um, Busy Bee. So, so, so it's going to be a busy bees coming. Yep, it's going to be a great day, great lineup. Main stage is packed with entertainment and speakers this year. There's also going to be some entertainment on the Education Village stage as well. In between panelists, there's uh, a, a a comedic battle that's happening on stage over there as well. So it, it's a lot to look into. That was being hosted. the 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 battles are being hosted. Um, uh, off the top of my head, I don't have the information. Let me pull it up in front of me. But if you have questions, go for it, and I'll come back to me, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Just okay. Pull it up in front of my head. So <laughs> it's it's one day this year. I know it um, it, it has been two days in the past. Um, and I know that every year there's always a controversy with did you have any issues this year with the permitting yeah we don't even want to go into that so i just got off the phone with the city um the only permit that i'm really having an issue with was was, was my health permit which was for the food vendors now the concessions company had sent in all the paperwork i had sent it in but apparently the lady left at the beginning of the month here 10 days ago she left for vacation I was told we were all set, and now I got the the chief asking for this documentation for the third time. The third person reaching out. 
So I told them I'll be in their office first thing and we're going to deal with this face to face because we're not going to keep doing this emailing because right. it seems to be a problem when you they give you a list and then you reach out to those people and those people refer you to other people on their team. Oh, yeah, it's it's past so the they, and it's been we what we had six lawsuits with the city in the past, six or seven lawsuits in the city in the past for this permitting process. And it seems like they do this every year. It's just a nightmare with the permitting. And they always end up giving it but to you. They just like to make you through. jump through hoops. Because they got to realize, you know, it brings in, like Lou said, it brings in tourist money. There's people coming from Connecticut. There's people coming from New Hampshire. There's people coming from Maine. They're going to spend money in Boston. They're going to get hotel rooms. They're going to pay for parking. They're going to buy food, maybe at the restaurants. They're going to buy drinks at the bars. So the city knows that it's going to bring money in to them. They just want to make you jump through hoops because it's weed. But a lot yeah, of people don't know. Money all the- yeah, 89 yeah, the is money. the first one. You guys have been going on for many years. 34 years. We are on the 34th year. Right. And it's obviously evolved since the first one. Oh, yeah. We, we've even changed location. So it did not start. It did not originate on the common it originated i want to say in the um pear district over there by the waterfront uh-huh. over, and it is it was a day of public disobedience right it's a day of public <laughs> civil disobedience <laughs> civil, it, civil disobedience civil disobedience where you came onto the common you listened to speakers you listened to some music you were able to medicate or consume and and educate each other on the plants and, and do that within that confined area of the Boston Common and then you were able to go home. It, it was always been a great time. Yeah. It's and just it, evolved over the years. It, well, Ives Cannabis has evolved over the years, you know. Back in 1989, you know, it was a little bit different. <laughs> just oh, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> oh, it was. It was. To to reverse it back to the, the entertainment real quick, and I just don't want to you know, smear this guy's name. So it's I Battle TV, who's hosting uh, comedic battles on the Ed Village stage. He travels the country um, doing these rap battles all around the country. Um, so we look forward to seeing this being done on the common. You know, celebrating 50 years of hip hop. I think that between the genre of different music and discussions that will be done, there's not one aspect about life that won't be discussed. Well, yeah, the way it's, it's the easiest way to say this because I have people from all walks of life and all different backgrounds in cannabis. Like, how did cannabis help them or somebody love that? That's going to unite this whole community. Right. Good. 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 And it starts out. It sounds like it's a busy, packed day. Like, if you got ADD, this is your place to go. Because it needs you, more it, days. It, it needs it more days. We talked to the city um, because of past timing where people were just really vandalizing the area or just, you know, civil disobedience well, was... is civil disobedience. But ignorance is ignorance. Mm-hmm. You know, we know the difference between it as humans. We know the difference. And um, we mass can itself took the hit for that one. You know, we can't help what our spectators do. We can only try. You've got it's a public event open to all age, all public. It's an open event. No ticket sales right in Boston Common. Walk right in. Right. So you can't control everything that happens. 
but the mass can took mass can the organization took that hit we were talking to the city instead of losing the event we downsized to one day from three days to one day and that was after the 2018 you know the as you were uh, saying, it was a blast of a year. Listen, we were all there. It was a great. Year, it was right? the culmination. It was the <laughs> it was the freedom rally of all freedom rallies. And you did not but there know are, how you could handle three days of it. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I did actually stay up there for that weekend. Uh, but I understand there was quite a mess afterwards, and that's what they were getting on your case about. Was yep, more and thankfully, thankfully, Beantown Greentown stepped up. A local local company here, Mass Beantown Greentown, stepped up to secure our trash cleanups for each rally. Since they've just secured their fourth year this year, and they are going to be cleaning up the commons again this year. Good, good. Well, thank you. We appreciate them. Yep. So, what type of vendors are going to be up there this year? Oh, we got all kinds of vendors. We got apparel vendors. We've got smoke shops. We've got art, uh, some different art vendors that are there. Um, there's a, the list keeps going on. I mean, I think there, there's going to be face painters there. So if there's anybody that brings their children or likes face painting, we do face painting and body painting as well is going to be available. Um, there's slushes. There's something for everybody. Right. And it's always there, a good there time. There honestly is something for everybody. Um, the only thing that we don't have as of this moment, we only have one dispensary inclusivity, um, which is kind of different than most years. Usually there's. Yeah, I remember they used to have a whole section for the dispensaries. What happened? Um, the members and the community voted to get rid of the 21 plus area, specifically just the caged area. Yeah, I remember that. Um, because there was no, nobody was ever going in it. There was nobody, you know, but no vendors were being um, addressed. There was open spacing and it cost a lot of money. We are a nonprofit organization who run off donations. And that was something that was brought up at the beginning of the year. And they decided to remove it. Now, by removing it, it just eliminated a fenced in section. We're in a right. fenced-in section in the common. We are in a fenced-in section. Um, so I don't understand it because we have one. We have one dispensary that's on board. Why the other dispensaries would not go on board? It's that the sales of THC is prohibited, as we all know, and it is advertised right. and it is in vendor contract to sale, and it always has been in all the thirty-four years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The sales of THC is prohibited, right? So dispensaries only sell their flour in the dispensary what is stopping them from coming out and advertising and their, promoting their their shops their shirts their sure. shops their 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 information the knowledge that they have about the endocannabinoid system and the cannabis and the terpenes and you should be bringing this to the commonwealth if you're serving yeah. the commonwealth yeah i agree i agree there's there's always something to be said about promotion you don't always have to be selling your products. You're no, selling your brands. That's what you're there. You want people to come to your dispensary. You give them a coupon. This, a event, <laughs> this event is in the heart of Boston, which is Boston being known for Massachusetts, being known for its colleges, being the best colleges in the world, right? So you oh, have yeah. all different walks of life of individuals coming in. This is the first week of college now. They're already back in school. They're coming to this event. They don't know Massachusetts yet, 
why would you, any vendor, whether it's dispensaries, it's a small business, a donut shop, whatever it may be, why not be inclusive and be at this event? Because you're going to meet people that have no idea about Massachusetts and would love to come visit your shop. Yeah, exactly right. Remember, tourists too, people who don't live in the area. So like we're, um, we're, we're looking forward to this year because, like I said, the dispensaries may or may not want to get involved, but we have speakers that are going to discuss cannabis in, in its whole plant formation, such as hemp textiles, clothing, uh, fresh fuel, like clean fuel, burning fuel that we can run on. Like this plant does not need to be scheduled to a three. It needs to be descheduled. And we need to. Yeah, we that's need to a unite. shame. I didn't I didn't know that about Massachusetts. Yep. Well, that's a that's whole government. That's a whole government thing. That's, that's they're going to want to put that on a schedule three on a on a worldwide aspect. That's you why you can't let it happen in one place because you know what I mean. That becomes a test. Chain reaction. Your chain reaction. You know, we're lucky here in yep. Connecticut. It's schedule two, so we kind of get a little leeway. But schedule three is a whole other story. So that's good to know. That is the, good to know. And I hope, and and I hope you guys are up there fighting it, you know? Absolutely. And the activists, all the activists across the country that have stood up to get these 30-plus states legalized in some sort of a fashion, whether it's for medicinal or recreational, the fight is not over. We still need to deschedule this plan. Right. I agree. And that's going to have to come at a federal level and uh so you know we're obviously they're they're working on it many of all, our good st- all the states need to join together on the federal level it takes every state to join in yep yeah yeah you know yeah. you're right about that it, it shouldn't just be up to the activists the states themselves who are making good tax money <laughs> off Big of this money. plant Big money. Step up to the government and go, come on, man. Right. You're right. I, I, I mean, I, they're making money off of this plant. Why the dispensaries or the caregivers or the home growers or the cultivators, they're taking the risk because the government's taking the money. Right. We can't put it. We've been having hard times in banks and all this, but the government can take the money. Yeah, they'll get your taxes. And, and the state can take your money. So you got feds take it. State takes it. But the fe- but the state doesn't get in trouble for taking your money, right? But Start- it's supposed to be illegal, yeah. But but us less us small guy. That's why we at Maskin have tried have done it over the last thirty three years and are continuing in this thirty fourth year to fight for the reform in the laws. Right, right. And um, you guys used to be affiliated normal. That is correct. Um, as, as we were with Connecticut normal and, and now you guys are independent. You're an independent activist group, uh, nonprofit fully, um, by yourself now, right? We are. And I know there was some communications, um, about potentially get talking back with normals again. So, you know, we had a good relationship with them, but it was hardly any relationship to tell you the truth. (laughs) Yep. You know what no. I mean? It was just I like mean, you, you get to use our name, but they don't give you much else. It was hard. Con- yeah, you're right. It was hard contact. It was hard to get in touch with anybody or like uh, there was an issue a few years back. Many people remember with Mass Can that that's why we separated from normal 
Um, right. Because they gave us a two week notice thing that we had two weeks to comply with something and then decided to renege on their compliance letter. So, yeah. But we understand why, you know, the community understood why. So we would think that maybe now, just like we said with the city of Boston with the one day, we 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 cut back. Now let us get that inch. We don't want the mile. Give us the inch. Right. We're not going to take the mile. We've had the mile. You didn't like the mile. Give us the inch. Let us work our way back up that mile. Right. Right. You know, that's how it works. That's how it works. And I, you know, I appreciate that you guys did stick together. And uh, the mass can has always been a force as far as activism goes. I know a lot of great people have gone in and out of there and uh, gone on to work for nonprofit organizations, start their own businesses, become active members out there in the community and in the industry. So, you know, it's it's been a good breeding ground for uh for the cannabis industry up there a really good resource up there and people should check you guys out masscan.org uh if you want to know more about what they do up there maybe you can lend a helping hand also um, if you're, also if you're interested in anything regarding the rally vending sponsor any of that it's on the www.masscan.org website under boston freedom rally tab on the top left corner of the page and then you select whatever tab you'd like to look into, whether it's been the rally, sponsor the rally, volunteer the rally. Uh, volunteers are always welcome. You can contact us at BFR2023 at masscan.org. Again, that's BFR2023 at masscan.org if you're interested in any of the following. So there are tables still available. Yes, there are. There are still vendor opportunities available. There's still sponsorship opportunities available. Absolutely. So if you're you're a food vendor, get your food vending in now. Um, That because we're working with the city to finalize the permits for Friday on that. So if you are a food vendor and you want to vend, we still have food vendor spots available as well. Okay, great. And and as you said before, and I know every year there's some controversy about. Whether people can smoke in public. I remember one year Lou and I were there and <laughs> we both got harassed for smoking weed in public, even though it was at the Boston Freedom Rally. So you is that rule still in effect on the Boston Commons? Yes. I yes. think that I think that I think that rule is affecting the whole state of Massachusetts. To be honest with you, again, right. pe- people do come to the event to practice civil disobedience for that day. Um, we've really never had a big issue with it. But again, consumption of, I think, even cigarette smoke, smoking cigarettes on the common, I think, is still is not uh, as prohibited as well. So. Yeah, and we're not like we got, I got a ticket or anything. He we are. Busts. No, we're, we're on top of a parking garage. You know, realistically, so I guess yeah, that's there. true. <laughs> the Commons true. is on top of a massive parking garage, followed by a train station. Yeah, that's true. I totally forgot about that. There is a parking garage underneath. Well, that's where you guys can find parking. Um, all right, so how do they reach you on social media? How can they follow you? What time does it start? Okay, so it's September 6th, the 34th annual Boston Freedom Rally. Theme name is Knowledge is Power. Starts September 16th, Saturday, September 16th, noon to 8 p.m. 
You can find us at directors at masscan.org. That'll reach all of the directors of the board, or you could reach out to any particular branding you like. If you're reaching the treasurer, it'll be treasurer at masscan. If you're looking for member liaison, member liaison at masscan.org. If you're looking for the president, myself, president at masscan or Robert at masscan. All right. And um, that's uh, masscan.org. Yep. .org. And and what about social media for social the Freedom media, Rally? Social media. Yep, we're yeah. on Facebook with the Boston Freedom Rally is uh is under um, org. and the Instagram is the org. The org. and I know Boston Freedom Rally does have an Instagram page. That one and... is outdated and hasn't been used, but people are um tagging things to it. We just don't have access to that one, Joe. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So forget so that. that. So all forget of the Instagram. actual Boston Freedom Rally stuff is on the uh, Mass Cans Facebook page. And people can find out who the speakers are. I know you've been posting up a few of them, what the different categories, what the topics are going to be. Yes, what all there, the, should be the a complete, there should be a complete lineup posted by tomorrow. I'm having my, my flyer work has been working away at all the little things that he's got going on. Um, so he'll be producing those for us. And we'll have those up hopefully tomorrow. All right. Very, very good, Robert. Well, we're looking forward to the Boston Freedom Rally this year, the 34th annual. Do you have any big plans for a 35th celebration next year? Oh, we would love it. We, You know, if we, everything pending, everything's right. Everything will go smoothly, right? We, we've done it for 34 years. Why not have a 35th? Right, as long as right, we right. can continue to continue to educate the Commonwealth, we we are again we are a member run, member driven organization. So we are all volunteers. There's no pay in this. It's all volunteers who are members first. You know, but you became a uh, you were a volunteer, then you became a member. Now we now we're directors, but we we all work our way through this ladder to help the community. So again, if you'd like to be part of something bigger, join as a member. Join us, remember that all that all those details are on there, and we could get this fight and help push this uh, prohibition further, so that way we don't get a car schedule three. Yeah, no, that's important. So, all right, well, Robert, thank you. We're just about out of time. Thanks for coming on. That's masscan.org, Boston Freedom Rally this weekend, twelve to eight on the Boston Commons. I highly recommend it. I know Uncle Lou highly recommends it. Uncle Lou, any last words? No, I appreciate you, Joe. Stay happy, healthy, and hi, my friends. See you at the Boston Freedom Rally, hopefully. All right. Thank you. Uh, all right. And I am. Take care, Robert. Thank you. You can follow too. Robert also on Facebook, too. Um, yes. And <laughs> you want to do that one? It's uh, Robert Baby Boy Jeffrey on Facebook, Instagram, um, or you could just follow Saint the Goat. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, and you can find me at Joe the Weed Guy on Instagram, on Facebook, Joe the Weed Guy, Cannabis Corner Radio on Facebook, Greenhaven Media on Facebook and Instagram. We're all over the place. Roll another. We hit that music. We will see you all next week and at the Boston Freedom Rally this weekend. Thanks a lot. Have a great week, everyone. La 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 la
Oh, thank you to Peasy, too. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. <laughs>